Welcome to Gay It Forward, the podcast where I, Chris Lord, the hashtag worst gay, learn all about queer culture through the wise and sassy tutelage of my good friend and co-host, Jonathan James. Since there's more to queerdom than just the G in LGBTQIA+, uh, this week we're branching out with our first guest, my good friend, Katie, uh, who came on to talk about her experience as a trans woman long before either of us came out. Uh, Katie was my college roommate, and so it was incredible to get a chance to sit down and talk about the fact that we were both trying to discover our own queer identity at the exact same time and had no idea the other person was going through the same thing. Uh, so it was an amazing experience, and I had a lot of fun with it, as did Jonathan, as did Katie. So come ride the rainbow with us and enjoy. I need to tell her a story. Yes, so, please, please. He's not. He's sort of not involved. But I went to a party the other day, and by the <laughs> other day, I mean like two months ago. And I don't know what the discussion was because I just heard it out. Like you know, when you hear that random conversation that suddenly randomly gets your that attention, all of a sudden matters to you. Yeah, and I suddenly hear someone go, "Who's ever heard of a beta top?" And I went, "I have." <laughs> We're, we're a rare That's breed. Amazing. And CJ was there. <laughs> That's amazing on so many levels. <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. Just, <laughs> what, what can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> At least you admit that. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Just, you know. Power I, bottoms unite. Yes, please send me your power <laughs> bottoms because I won't know what to do if I have a, a passive bottom. Um... <laughs> You guys would both just sit there. You'd just be <laughs> sitting on your dick. Be like, so now what? <laughs> just reading a book. <laughs> Playing you a video you're game. You're going to thrust or no? <laughs> it's like, oh, did you thrust? No, I just, I, I moved. Sorry, my, my, my legs my are leg numb. My leg fell asleep. <laughs> my pelvis is going numb. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but we do want to try and talk about things that aren't just being gay like i'm learning about being gay but you you and i are both are always trying to learn more about the other aspects of the queer spectrum always and so to do so we we brought along my old friend katie who's gender queer mm-hmm. slash trans i mean you it, like it's an evolving thing like ha, how yeah. do you how do you des- describe yourself now it's an evolving thing i i actually recently read a web comic that had an entire panel page mm-hmm. uh update whatever um around how trans folk in general love to label things. Mm-hmm. Um, that surprises me. Well, because it's it's comforting because there's there's a level of there isn't a space for me. And for and the big one for me was discovering the term gender fluid. Um, because there was this big and actually Chris defined this best to me years ago. Um, it's like I think it's a sine wave that starts like re- uh, really big highs, really big lows, if you're taking yeah. that on the <clears throat> spectrum of male to female. Yeah. And then over time, it gets shorter and shorter yeah, it just, and shorter it because it, down a it starts bit. Yeah. to settle into what you are. And so yeah. that's very much been my experience as identifying originally as, as gender fluid, which I still identify as, but I'm okay with the word transgender now because I'm going through some cer- certain steps towards transitioning. I understand that gender fluid is under that umbrella of trans but then there's also you've got a gender you have gender queer you have 
by gender. There's all of these different labels because everybody has a different experience of their gender, which also means that there's not a good umbrella term for it. But people like to have a bucket to be in because it makes them feel comforted. It makes them feel like they're not alone. Well, and I think it's like we try so hard not to have that bucket, but like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like having a bucket, it allows you to have a community mm-hmm. yeah it gives and you it's identity. like it's like we don't like being put in boxes but it's like at the same time it's like if we're not in a certain box we're not going to find people that are similar well to be fair you and i are never in boxes <laughs> bish how do you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's 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 definitely a level of we don't want to be put in boxes that we disagree with and i think that there there's a, a level of, or that we're predetermined for right I was born and I was put into the mailbox. Yeah. That box does not apply to me. That is the wrong box. Um, so as time goes on, my box has changed. But having a box, having other people, other whether they're gender fluid or other trans folk, um, to be able to talk to and share experiences with and learn from uh, is, is very much a comforting thing. Yeah. Now, okay, so you... <clears throat> You just threw out a few different terms. So you said there was. <laughs> like I'm speaking another language. Sorry, I'm so I'm, sorry. I'm, well, I'm 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 pedantic. I've been on the internet a lot. So because you so you identify as gender fluid, and I think you use a phrase today actually that I thought was really helpful. Gender fluid, or yeah. like you describe gender fluid as like being like the bisexual oh, yeah. version of being. Yeah, I I, on actually, the I recently spectrum. came out to my brother, um, one of the last family members I have. Woohoo! To come um, out to, let's come out to, let's, let's yeah. Gender, yeah. Uh, <laughs> to come out to, yeah. As gender fluid, yes. Okay. Um, as, and gender fluid, I described to him because he had no idea what that means. Which Great people, candidly, well, even LGBT people don't necessarily well, I mean, know I think, what, what I think that you is. You can you can intuit what that means, sure. But I think if you don't have an example, if you don't have someone to talk to about what yeah. the actual nuance of that are, you, you, it's kind of this broad term. You don't really know what that means. So, yeah, but yeah. I described it as the bi to the transgender spectrum yeah. or to the gender spectrum, I should so say. Like, right? what, okay. So because you you said uh, gender queer, gender fluid, um, agender, bi-gender. I mean, I think agender and bi-gender make a little more Yeah, like, there's – so the interesting thing about these labels, and you can go on Facebook or OkCupid, and you'll find a list of 40 different genders that you can – that you can select and pick multiple of whatever demi boy, demi girl, Which all is of these same, things. Same because on OkCupid, you'll just still get people talking to you and not get a date. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but so there's all of these different labels. They mean th- different things to different people. But what matters is it 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 resonates with them. For me, uh, gender fluid resonated because it really uh, worked with the fluidity of how I felt day to day. My friend Christina, who also identifies as gender fluid, uh, identifies that way because she has no interest in doing any form of transition, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she still identifies as gender fluid. And that's perfectly fine. There's no, nothing wrong I, I with it meaning like different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with different people make, like identifying with that label in different ways. What's helpful is that that label brings them comfort and lets them know that they're not alone. So, so you are moving more towards the trans Yes. World. Okay. Definitely. Um, like, what what was that like thought? Did you have a hard time coming to that thought process? Like the way that like some oh, of us have come yeah. to like being gay, where it's like, oh my god, I'm gay. I don't like girls. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, there is that kind of like thing of like, well, I don't feel like I am 
yeah. when I was born. Yeah, actually, that, that's a good question. Like, how did you first kind of discover that? Because John, maybe the same for you. Like, I first started realizing I was gay when all of a sudden my porn just got increasingly gayer and gayer and gayer. <laughs> you mean not when that person took that dick out of your mouth? Yeah. Well, then I had, yeah. It was like a week later, I'm like, wait, hang on. That was nice. I thought I was. <laughs> I thought I was just doing a favor. Huh, yeah, I kind of liked that. That was so nice. It was like it was like a banana, but warm. Um, <laughs> you know what? Bananas can be warm too. Who who warms up their bananas? Like who babies? Does, who does babies? That? Chris, what what are they doing That's, with those bananas? There's something wrong. That, there's something like wrong food, if you're eating warm bananas. I'm sorry. Too big for a baby. All right, babies should not be eating food that large. It's like pineapples on pizza. No. No, fuck off. Uh, no, pineapple on pizza. You're, you're the lone one in that one. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you're wrong. Just leave her behind and get dinner. I can but, eat I can eat that pizza and come some in someone's mouth and it'll still be nice. Yeah, exactly. It's a gift that keeps on giving. No. But no, like <laughs> Um, but no, I, I think you know. Like in terms of discovering sexuality, it just comes like you just start to pick up on it. It's like yeah, you know, like you your eyes linger on the underwear aisle when you go to like Macy's and that sort of thing. Spend but, a little bit too much time there. Ask exactly. mom for a certain pair of underwear that you really don't want, but you <laughs> like the guy in the package, so yeah. it's like fine. Yeah, and until you know the throw back the of underwear your away, goes, save yeah. the little cardboard slip for later. But what you know <clears throat> for you, what were those sort of like? Signposts, if you will, on the way, sure. like, or there's like indications that, like, especially in hindsight, like, oh, well, that was clearly indicating something. Well, I mean, candidly, <laughs> candidly, the earliest signpost for me was in the third grade. I stole a skirt from the Lost and Found, and um, you rebel, you uh, right at my all Catholic school. Say, at your Catholic school. Oh my god! Right, I, I, I stole a, a skirt which happened to be way too big. I actually have a scar on my thumb from this day from the skirt. It was too big. So They're I tried way too big, right? Catholic girl. <sighs> um, it was too big, so I tried to cut another button when I cut my finger open. <laughs> Catholic mom, stop making your daughter's meatball sandwiches. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm they Italian. Don't need that <laughs> Those are delicious. <laughs> Put down the angel food cake. Um, but so that was the first experience that I had, and that was really what kicked off a. Period, and I've heard that this has happened for a lot of other trans girls as well, and, and trans men, I'm sure. Um, where I went through cycles of collecting and purging, so I would collect generally clothing, mm -hmm. not always, sometimes makeup, sometimes other things, um, that I would be collecting and that I'd be wearing here and there, and then either one of one of two things would happen: one. I would have a very masculine day talking about that sine wave, mm, right? Yeah. That gets mm. really high on the masculine side. Be like, what the hell am I doing? And throw it all away. Yeah. Straight garbage done. Or it's like when you uh, come to like a really dirty porn. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck am I looking at? And you just feel shame. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, what the fuck did I just, what? I found this hot five. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden you find yourself like, Let's go back to that. <laughs> You're like, Lord yes. Jesus. No, this is this is not. But I'm bookmarking it for later. But yeah. Lord Jesus, no. that's actually a really good description because it's 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 exactly that's like oh hell no, shit. Why did I throw that away? Oh, what, what, yeah, um, what was that? Let's I had that up. for porn for the longest time. Was being like, Jesus. <laughs> um, where or, do I find it again? Yeah. Or alternatively, my mother would find it, and she was really good at finding my hiding spaces, they which is always fucking which are. sucked. Especially which if they're sucked. in files and files and files and files and files. What? What? Oh, like on your computer? Yeah. What, oh, was, your, what porn. was your parents Sorry. doing? I'm in thinking your, like, They were like going through your files on your computer. Yeah. My like, mom. My mom is a snooper. Like, okay, how? How? 
Hang on. This go, is, go. This, this is a tangent. By all means, by all means. This is a tangent that requires exploring. What were you labeling things? I'm well, I would I would have one label for like the first one. And it would be like something like homework and stuff like that. And there yeah. would be homework in there. Yes. And then and within then that. Within the homework, it would be like something like PowerPoints. And then there would be PowerPoints in there. Okay. And then there would be like clips. And it would like, I like, I'm not stupid. Like, it would be way deep in there. No, yeah. Same. See, I actually have a friend. I this, uh, Another tangent to a tangent. But that's all we my do friend here. Ian, you've met Ian. Yes. It's hilarious. The are gay. Yeah. <laughs> he has on his desktop, and I think he still has this to this day. On his desktop, he has a folder that the name is definitely not porn. <laughs> and if you click on that folder, it automatically logs you out of the computer and you need a password to get back in. Now that's genius. <laughs> that's I mean, so really what happens good. is people will click is that on his today? computer. Huh? Is that that's today? That's oh, like that's now. that's been for years. Oh. Uh, Girl, so I needed him at Windows XP. Where was he? <laughs> right. So, so people I will literally my Apple Works file with saved images. Jesus. He has told me that people have actually clicked on that folder, gotten locked out because they were using his computer for a legitimate purpose, yeah. and like, shit, Ian, what's your password? What folder were you snooping in? <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. And it's, it was also just like I like my first question every time my mom found my porn was like. Why were you on my computer in the first place? Yeah. Well, I wanted to download the new McAfee virus thing. I'm like, Mom, why were you on my computer? Yeah. First, it's <laughs> like, pronounced. Wait, how is it pronounced? Fuck, I lost it. McAfee. Thank you. But anyway, like, and then, like, there was also physical stuff I hid, too. So yeah. it was like, you know. But, like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, so, it, like, th those cycles of, of purging, actually, the best spot, I was really mad. I'm still mad about it to this day. Um, but uh, my stepbrother-in-law found stuff that I had hidden in the... So we had these sinks that had, like... Um, it wasn't, like, a cabinet sink. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a like there was a pillar and that turned into a sink. Oh, like, right? a, like a basin or whatever? Yeah, yeah kind of no, like no, that. Yeah. And yeah. then, so, the, the, the pillar thing hid like the, the plumbing, the pipes. Yeah. There was a lot of space there. <laughs> he found shit that I'd hidden in there somehow. Like who looks there for okay, shit? No, like how do these people find, like I, that, they must that, go is the, that, is the, that is the question I have for straight people. How do you find these things? I think right? And looking. to his credit, he's just like, oh yeah, by the way, you're, there was a, I think it was a bikini. There, there is a bikini there, just, just a heads up. And I'm like, thank you. I'm 13 years old. Thanks for that. Well, it's interesting to hear this too because, like, as you know, like, as I'm sure Chris has not fully done yet, but like looking back huh? at like when you were a kid and seeing how gay you were, like oh. I used to like use my blankets to dress up in drag. So mm -hmm. it's like very interesting to hear a sort of like because your your story is not unsimilar to sure. stuff I've heard a lot of yeah. game yeah. of like hiding mom's makeup, hiding heels, mm -hmm. hiding like. And stuff like that. So I guess... God, what I would have given for, to have a sister. <laughs> yeah. God. Unless you would have been so pissed because stuff would just keep going missing. Um, Forever, too. Yeah. So I guess I guess my question then is just like, when did you realize like, oh, I feel like I am the wrong gender? Because that's the thing that always sort of intrigues me mm -hmm. is that like, I definitely feel like male and I like yeah. the male gender and like, I like being male. But, like, the thought of, like, me feeling female is something that um, both intrigues me and then, like, I can't sure. describe. So, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. like, 
How, how, where did that come in? It honestly is something that took a long time to realize. Like it started, like I said, in the third grade with, I want to wear a skirt. Why do the girls get to wear a skirt? I don't like, right. And that evolved into different things. I remember, um, oh, the countless different ways that I used to try and express things because I didn't know. I had no idea where I, I fell the internet. Very helpful, as Steve Rogers said in the movie. Um, true. Yeah, and, true. you know, I actually found in high school, while at school, God help me, I found a website. <laughs> at Catholic school. At, a, at my all-boys Catholic oh. school. Well, that, that sounds fun. I'm, I'm glad you are still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was a good little Catholic boy. It's actually terrifying now. Um, but I found a website that is still up and hasn't been updated probably since then, but it's uh, TGFA, Transgendered Fiction Archive. You're lucky because the one that I started hooking up with guys with no longer sort of exists. So I didn't do the chat room thing. Like yeah. This one probably did. Probably. No, what? <laughs> Again, <laughs> I, I came to this quite late. Like I, There was basically... By the time I was actively going out and trying to hook up with guys, Grinder was already a thing. Oh, well. So yeah. despite the Late fact bloomers. that I'm old, ish, old, like I'm, I'm coming. Wait a minute, I'm older yeah. than you. You're young. You're young, very young. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I'm a gaby. No, I'm like a gay. We no gay toddler. We figured this out. Yeah, but yeah, I always had Grinder. That's yeah. Mine was on a. Uh, it was a magazine website called xy.com, mm. and not a lot of people remember it. But it was, like, one of the very first, like, post your picture, post your stats, like, mm. and then talk to people. Sure. And it was, like, one of the first hookup sites I remember. And, like, it was, it's weird because, like, a lot of people I've talked to that are my age are like, oh, yeah, chat rooms. I was like, oh, no, like, I definitely, like, posted sure. a photo and, yeah. you know, raunch, like, not raunchily. Not raunchly. Uh, definitely raunchly. Definitely raunchily. Crudely edited out my like homecoming dates. Oh. <laughs> Some elaborate. My clothing. little twink self. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure. You know, on window Windows like what are uh, probably ninety eight. Yeah. Ninety eight. Like, who's who's polished nails are those on your shoulder? No one's. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so I found I found this site which had literally just stories of uh candidly generally um, a a genre of fiction. I've actually never talked to anybody about this. Ooh, um, ooh. A yeah. genre of real dish. Uh, fan fiction that very quickly bleeds into erotic fiction called forced feminization. Okay. And mm. a lot of these stories were were uh, what's the best one? The best one is a guy cross dresses to try out for the cheerleading team so he can go on the retreat with his girlfriend. Okay. She doesn't get a spot. He does. His parents find out. They make him go the whole nine yards. So he has breast implants. He has a non-surgical way to hide, you know, down low, which I don't really know. That's not actually physically possible, but I was 13. Is um, it weird that I'm already writing, like, the John Hughes script for this? <laughs> Chris like, is face palming, for the record. I mean, <clears throat> like, I can already <throat> see the John Hughes movie of this. I, I like that you picked John Hughes, but I think the problem with picking John Hughes is you'd have to have, like, Horrible, horrible sexism and misogyny in there. Eh, we'll upgrade him. <laughs> to be the fair, dead, we'll to be fair, him. this is the early 2000s. There was a lot of misogyny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, misogyny you think misogyny and sexism. dead, girl? Mm, no, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not say that. I just yeah. said it was worse in the 80s. 
So like, so I, I discovered these fiction sites and I'm like, I don't like that. I like hmm. that idea. And I had, I went to an all boys Catholic school across the parking lot was the all girls Catholic school. Like literally we shared classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had many times where I'm like, I, I kind of want to wear the girls uniform, which was literally a khaki skirt and a polo. Yeah. Uh, I'm still friends with a lot of, a lot of my people from high school, including my friend Carrie, who now as a lesbian woman hated that <laughs> uniform, which I is hilarious. Like, I feel like Catholic schools do the opposite because every, there's most of the gays I meet went to a Catholic all boys or all girls school. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. You're not really doing what you think you're doing. My youth yeah, group, not helping. Sister Mary Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> My youth group, I mentioned that I, I was like a good little Catholic boy. I taught youth group. I went, I was a counselor at retreats. The group I was a part of, uh, there has been, to my knowledge, at least two girls that came out as lesbian, one gay person, and myself as trans out of a group of maybe 15 people. Oh, and shit. that's just what, you know, that's just people who are out and are obviously out that I'm still like in touch with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's definitely a little bit of a hmm moment going on there. <laughs> Something in the water. Um, <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, I, I feel like I can. Yeah, I mean, there's. I feel like <clears throat> Catholic school is like the like big kind of hub for a lot of gays. It I does think, seem to be true. You I know. think oh, what in, in my, my limited experience with, with Catholic LGBT folk is because it's so heavily repressed there. I think you get bigger swings. Yeah. Well, I, right. You don't sense. get somebody yeah. that's gradually, you know, gradually yeah, comes school. out in high school. Although my friend Carrie actually came out in high school and she is a saint. She's amazing. Um, yeah, that would not be easy. No, God, no. Um, come out in junior high. You came out in junior high. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I don't know that. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, but like, for me, I went to Catholic grade school. I went to Catholic high school. I went to a Jesuit Catholic college. Like, there was there was a lot of this isn't okay in what I was taught growing up. Not just from school or. Excuse me, school or parents or what have you, but just everything all at once. So when I graduated and I started to really become myself, it was like, oh. And so the swing was huge. There was a, I, I stole this from How I Met Your Mother, but huge overcorrection. Um, where I bought the girliest shit yes. that I would that I would yeah. never wear yes. ever. But it was so. But it, it. But it was what I needed at that point. But you I needed that it, over, and that's what you shit. need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love some girly shit. Um, oh, but. trust me. I <laughs> when, the moment I got to college and had no parents, like, could have just gotten a tram set that said, "Enter here." I actually, I have a question for you. You don't. Ooh. I have a question for you, Chris. Oh, balls. <clears throat> yeah. I have a lady <laughs> ass face. <laughs> Well, if that's true, then the lady is a tramp. But exactly. <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> that was well done. I know the answer to this. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. But I, this is, I'm going to use this as a did you know moment. I had a stash in college. What? You did? Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> I had a t- wait, 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 wait. But this also answers, I have a question about this. Yeah. What, what was your stash? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. And because like, I know what stash? his stash would be, you know. Uh, I don't remember specifics, but, you know. 
stuff that I had bought generally at three thrift stores because it was cheap and I was in college. Um, but, you know, a couple skirts, dresses, things like that. Usually very girly stuff. So your stash was clothes. Generally clothes, the, sometimes makeup. Um, generally, that's the type of stuff. Can I ask a little bit of an impeding question? Go for it. What gender are you attracted to? I'm attracted to women. Okay. I'm a transgender lesbian. Only, be, only because, like, I sometimes sadly find, like, there like, are very hot trans men that yeah. are <clears throat> vastly into women. Sure. And which is fine, but I'm also kind of a little bit, like, offended by that. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're part of the gay community. Why are you into me? Um, but, like, so, like, that's, and that's, that's actually always my question because it goes so many ways. It's mm-hmm. like, I've met trans people that are men who like men. Mm-hmm. I've met trans people who are women who like women. I've Absolutely. met trans people who are women who like men and vice versa. This is where this is what gets interesting because a lot of people, in particular in the straight community, but even in the even in the LGBT community, don't understand the difference between the gender spectrum and the sexuality spectrum. Yeah. They're both spectrums. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of the sim- similar or same terms, but they're completely different. I I am into women. They're I mean, John Barrowman aside, there are very few men that I, mean, <laughs> I would be into. Isn't everybody attracted everybody to John Everybody is Barrowman? attracted to John Barrowman. I'm Captain Jack not. Harkness, let's go. I know who it is. I'm actually not. Okay, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> so we can just talk to two of us. We'll just talk over yeah. here. Um, you know, I have that is one thing that I have never really questioned. Um, mm-hmm. Although, you know, there was a moment where, well, well, if I'm a woman, am I interested in guys? Am I straight? And that where it kind of gets a little kludgy because yes, there are two, the two spectrums, but as a transgender woman, especially when I was identified exclusively as gender fluid, well, am I straight or am I lesbian? Okay. What I don't, I didn't know the answer to that. I also have, and I apologize that this may be a little offensive question, but this this is also a question that I get because like I'll go to family dinners and be like the defendant of it. Yeah. And the, this is the you thing. You are the representative of all queerdom. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Of course. Of I, go, course. I go to family dinners. I am representative of the yes. LGBTQIA and plus. There's yeah. a, it doesn't matter which one. And I was like, so, so what you're saying is that, that you represent the penis guild? The penis guild. Sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got your Wizard of Oz reference. Oh, that's what that was? Oh, oh, honey. What? <laughs> yes, I don't. Lollipop Guild. Well, yeah, I, it was too. It was too obtuse. You have said that to me for eleven years. See proof. Eleven years. You've told me I'm a too obtuse. It's not a thing. It's okay. I mean, slightly more context here. So Katie and I have known each other for 11 years because we were college roommates. Obviously, I did not know it was Katie at the time because neither of us were out. Yeah. Um, hang on. Where was your stash? I haven't had a chance to ask this question. Where was so, this hiding in the dorm? So my stash was... Chris wasn't looking for it because he was trying to get that sweet college out. <laughs> <laughs> I was. St- I could tell stories, but I'll wait till we're not recording anymore. I, I, was, I was still trying to get women at this time. That's true. Um, I, I Again... I'll wait until we're not recording for a couple of those stories. <laughs> but I cannot um, wait. <laughs> my stash was in my closet. Very simply, it oh, was either just behind like Chris at the time. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And me. They were big closets. Um, it was very convenient. They were great closets. Yeah. Although you always took the better one. Um, yeah. <laughs> as a gay man act does, Jesus. Right. Um, it was my soft junior and senior year was behind my hockey bag because I knew there's not a closet. chance in a hell you'd go anywhere near there. Why would, why would I ever go in your closet? 
because I was a paranoid little trans egg. Oh, okay. <laughs> because when you come out early or know early of something, like, people snoop for fucking oh, God, no yes. fucking reason. No fucking no reason at all. No goddamn reason. Well, okay, I guess <clears throat> that's fair because, like, as someone who also had stuff in his closet. So someone who was looking for women, you could be that straight douche who was like, I my will, I think my I think my roommates are queer. Let's look in her closet and find what she find, has. Okay, also, can we just point out that that redneck stereotype would not be using, like, feminine pronouns to describe another <laughs> man? Like, that's where, that's where your whole system falls apart very quickly. Kind of does. Kind of yeah. does. Sorry that, my, sorry that my redneck per- personality is woke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think your redneck personality is confused. They should call me. But... You would, of course, you had no idea. We, we Girl, didn't know. Lazy. We had no idea. I, I was honestly, honestly, God, I was shocked when you came out to me. A lot um, of people have said that, yeah. I, I was absolutely for it. I was honored that you were comfortable enough to. Well, if um, I recall, when I came out to you, I was quite drunk, which was a, a pretty common occurrence at the time. I think um, it, it was for me, too, when I started. Yeah, still <laughs> well, true, true. It was yeah. for me when I started coming out to people, though, as well. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. See, I used the grapevine. Whereas, like, mm. I had gossipy enough family and friends where I know who I knew who to tell. Because it kept me from exhausting myself. It's <laughs> a lot. I believe it. So like, I told my mom, and then literally every week, and my mom still denies this, but I still remember it clear as day. Like, I told her, I'm like, don't tell anyone else. Knowing in my head, I'm like, just gonna fucking tell everyone. <laughs> I told, like, and my mom is also, like, an identical twin. And which I preface this. Then week after week came, I told your aunt, your aunt. I hope that's fine. But she's she's my twin. It's fine. I, I she told, already, she's my twin. She already knew. I, <laughs> I, I told our hairdresser. Yeah. I hope that's fine. <laughs> I told your grandma. And actually, the angriest, I told the, the angriest response I ever got was from my grandma. Because I was just in the car. And she slammed the hood of the car and went, I cannot believe you did not tell me first. <laughs> I, went, oh I want your family. This is part, this is part, this is a quarter of my family. Okay, I so, want that quarter of your family. Yeah. So you can have that quarter. <laughs> yeah. That quarter is fantastic. You do not want the rest. The rest is Fair. a long story. We won't go into it now, but yeah. that was that Fair. was sort of mine. Fair. Podcast for another time. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> okay, but so you, so you had... Chris walked a, out of your closet flaming you, yeah. and... But yeah, you, True. I mean, you didn't know that I was also in the closet, so like you would have no reason to... Because like me being a secretive person, obviously I don't snoop at other people's shit. Sure. But you had no reason to know that. So you, you had a... A secret stash. I had, like, I had a like, secret stash, yeah. Like, I mean, <clears throat> okay, so, I mean, I, this is relevant. Like, I mean, how did you find ways of kind of expressing your femininity and, and indulging that side of you in an environment like a college dorm where, you know, as far as you know, you had a straight roommate um, that you were trying to hide this from? <laughs> it was it was a challenge. I mean, there were there were times. Sorry, in, straight roommate really made me feel I know, yeah. <laughs> what, what a crazy, what a crazy fucking concept. But um, it was a challenge. I mean, one of the nice things is that we we were obviously very close. So yeah. I, I don't think I'm stretching when I say we were best friends, and we yeah. still are. Yeah. Um, so I knew your schedule pretty damn well. That's right. I'm a very scheduled person. Yeah, especially yeah. because. 
like know, down to when I go to the bathroom. Like, it's all very meticulous. I, I remember that. Is, I forgot surprising. about that. She is the only one that I know I that has a black fucking book for her dick appointments. Like, goddamn. It's for I, health purposes. I can look I back forgot and go, about who, that. No, but who, that's true. When, when there was a there was a P schedule, not like written down like Big Bang Theory, but there was a, you were on a P schedule. You repeat at the same time every freaking night. He's the only one where I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I actually have a dick appointment now. Like, can <laughs> like I call you in like an hour? <laughs> can can I, I call you in 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh. I'm like I'm confused at what you do in both because if you're a beta top, like. I feel like it's the bottom's job to make yeah. sure how long you it's last. Not, yeah, so. that's not that's not under your control if you're a beta. But what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm so confused. <laughs> it's fine. It's don't don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Sorry guys, there's a butterfly that flew past and <laughs> I got distracted. But if if so. Okay, so I knew you, your you schedule like, really well. well. And, and also, I when we went to college, fifteen minutes from where I grew up, so I would be home a lot as well. Exactly. But at the same time, like that meant that you never actually knew if I was going to be around or not because I could just fuck off for half a day and come back. Yeah, he was probably fucking some guy. Probably. Actually. No, uh, no, I he wasn't. He was. I actually know college. for a fact he wasn't. Um, no. Did you say that under oath? Yes. So yes, I can. I can tell you the first guy that I hooked up with. Actually. God, you missed out. You missed out on gay college. Fuck, I'm don't, aware of that fact. Don't, don't, don't. I'm, I missed out on, on queer college, I mean, it's too. Fun. I'm, I'm, I'm basically living like, um, a gay college But, now. like, no. I, I give you credit. Like, you had a lot more to go through. Like, he could have gotten I, some quarterback dick that he did not We did not get. have a football team. We didn't have a football team. That's actually a very sore subject to, for Santa Clara people. Yeah. I could have gotten some... Uh, baseball? Basketball? Basket, basketball? I mean, baseball more so than basketball. Water polo? You could have gotten... <laughs> water, po- water, water polo, polo dick. Is the water shit. polo dick. Where you, are they? You want questionable dick. Water polo and swim... Where Where are they? That was me. That was I me. Was, I was a high di- diving. High school oh, diving. Yes. Okay, so you, you, had your, you had your stash. Yep. You would, like, find time when I was gone to express yourself. Like, what did that entail? I mean, generally, there was a lot of just dressing up. Um, okay. But the bigger thing for me, and you actually might remember a bit of this, and this is this is this was part accurate, part just me, my brain never shutting off. I'm fairly in. I have like insomnia. I don't yeah. go to bed early. Yes, as I know. Um, and I'm sure you remember many nights where I was awake and on my computer or whatever. Yeah, and I'd be asleep and, at like 9 p.m. <clears throat> well, it's because you're old. So he was uh, always an old man. All he right. was always an old man. Good to know. He no, dreams of being an old man. No, I'm like, my my dream is now to be just a grandmother. Catching like, up that's, with yeah. what? What are you catching up with? Getting older. Like, I'm okay, catching what, up with myself. What were you dreaming about being gay when you were 12? No. I was well, just, exactly. He was so dreaming you're not about, catching up. He was dreaming about being old, though. Yeah, I've always wanted um, to be old. But the internet. Oh, I you was are like the only gay that has ever said that in history. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's because he's weird. That's because he's weird. Yeah. Um, but the internet. I was, <clears throat> when, whenever I was up later than you and just in my bunk, because we had lofted beds, um, whenever I was always the top. Um, Ironically. Also not surprising. Because that would make me the I, bottom. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I picked up what you were putting down. I paused because I hadn't thought of it that way before. Um, well, also, if. She's trans. Technically, yeah, yeah technically you would still, still be a, top. a lazy yeah. top. <laughs> uh, Just pointing right out there. Yeah, that's accurate. 
That's accurate. If a train leaves Seattle at 12 p.m. going 35 miles an hour, Chris is still a lazy dog. Shut up, engineer. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why I'm I'm his gay teacher. I can just see these. Clearly. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. Chris is still a lazy dog. Uh, but, <laughs> I, but, I was, my <laughs> uh, but I was on and the internet. Finally, your honor. I was I was researching things. I was on TGFA sometimes, although that died while I was in high school, so I wasn't on that a lot. I was learning. I was researching. I was reading up on different things. Mm-hmm. I was discovering interesting, in some cases, parts of the internet, some of which should never be seen. Um, Girl, I know. No, <laughs> but others of which were super helpful to me. And I discovered all sorts of different things. I um, discovered a spot in San Jose that caters to trans women or cross-dressers, depending on how you personally identify. So- yeah, I'm sorry to stop you for that. Yeah, but yeah. this is the question I get most often. Yes, is what is the difference from a transgendered person yep. from like a crossdresser or mm. as yeah yeah. And question. I apologize, but as straight people put it, and sometimes my stepfather, a tranny. Okay, mm, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle that in order of of simplicity. Okay, because that's that stuff that I like. I feel like needs to be said. Yeah. Sure. Transgender person is somebody who identifies as the other gender. I identify as female, um, which means that that doesn't mean that surgeries are happening. That doesn't mean that a transition is even happening. But there is, and this actually recently came out in a study, there's actual chemistry behind this. There is um, the, the, the brain of a transgender person mirrors the brain of a cisgender person of their identified gender. Mm. Um, so if somebody was to scan my brain, I would not show up with a male brain. I would show yeah. as having a female brain, um, mm. which is fascinating in and of itself. So that, that's where you get transgender is, is something went wrong, candidly, in the, I in the biological I process. I, okay. Or well, something went right. I mean, I, like you may, like, well, I yeah, don't, I don't think that, I think that like psychology is, I think that we put too much stuff in right and wrong because sure. we live in Anglo-Christian society and... I think psychology is vastly the, in the human brain. You're right. That, well, that, was, so that was going too well, far. Yeah, Some, like, so wires got crossed. Let's yeah. put it that y- way. Yes. Wires got crossed. The physical biology didn't match. Y- the you were you were referring to wrong in like the objective perspective of it, like the yes. subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Like yes, you're putting yes, you're yes, not. Yes, I, I'm putting no, I just, a quali- I did, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I just yes. wanted to put that out but, there. Like, but no, psychology but like, is. I yes. love I love psychology. So it's like that's why it's like. And it's important to point out these sort of terminologies because it's like the same reason why we now say like cisgender rather than like normal for example sure. because the whole idea yeah. is that you are by default implying if something is wrong or different but yeah yes yeah. yeah, so exactly you're 100 some things wires got crossed awry things or, went yes. different than the 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 i don't want to say standard because that's also wrong um yeah. diff- things went different from the majority the default yeah. the default sure yeah um so that that's that's where you have trans transgender is mm-hmm. is you know I am uncomfortable with a male body. That's why I'm on certain drugs that I'm on. That's yeah. why I'm going through steps that I'm going through. A crossdresser, from my understanding, and not being one, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't speak for everyone. But a crossdresser, the difference is, is a generally they do not identify as the other gender. Yeah, they are mm, male. Okay, they identify as male. They, for a multitude of reasons 
want to either dress as female or present as female, etc. That well, no, can I be... think the harder part is too is like, and the other question I've got is all like, mm-hmm. well, what's the difference between that and a drag queen? Mm-hmm. And sure. a drag queen is more very performance based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, theatrical. And honestly, I found like a tranny is more of like a guy who just out of the sheer and a, a male who identifies as male out of the sheer enjoyment of it likes wearing like women's underwear and stuff like that it's not necessarily like he identifies but he yeah. mm-hmm. gets so i would i would i would change that up a little bit um well, so please do so <laughs> sorry uh no don't be sorry so i would categorize that type of stuff under crossdresser that's how i would do it again okay. well and then what i can't that, speak what, for a read. The, so, the reason that i that i i um that i very specifically do that so tranny is a abbreviation of generally transvestite or yeah. something like that. Yes. That is considered a derogatory term. Yes. Um, and that is that is a negative term. That's it's up there with a lot of other things. The 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 porn industry, for example, uses shemale a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, these are terms mm. that I remember that being deleted from RuPaul. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that these I are I know because you've never watched it. <laughs> You drag queen fanatic. You've never... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'm glad someone else is as shocked as I am. So the... I would... And again, this is all my personal opinion, but I would no, generally I th- I think say it, I think that... it's very valid, yeah. especially coming from someone who is trans. Well, what I would say is what people consider to be that, or I, or those terms, is candidly transgender. Yeah. Or maybe even maybe cross-dressers, but it generally is transgender. But it is the... It are, they are terms that came from ignorance yeah. and they're terms that um, are, are, are derogatory in nature. I've actually experienced from my own family, from somebody who is extremely supportive of me personally, mm-hmm. but prior to me coming out, used to use the term he, she, yeah. um, which is again, well, it's no, derog- don't and, do that. And that's derogatory <laughs> to you as a trainee and also um, intersex. Mm-hmm. Because um, a lot of people don't understand what intersex is. Intersex is that you are born with both genitalia. Yep. And you basically are, most parents will choose the gender for their child. Yep. So a lot of times like that is House had a great episode on that actually. (laughs) As did the Orva weirdly enough. But did they ask if it was lupus first? (laughs) It's never lupus. I I mean no. For the one time it was lupus. Except for the one time it was lupus. Also he just stores his Vicodin in lupus textbook. So So, Um, so forgive me for for using a, a kind of obvious reference, but like I think most people's pop culture under like exposure to trans would be like fucking Rocky Horror and like transvestite. So like, so, so from your perspective, like Frankenfurter, that character is trans. Yep. Okay. There you go. Well, but transvestite is not a word we use anymore. It's it's, it's an archaic terminology. That is what, exactly. That is something where I would say the times have moved on. Transvestite at one point was the actual term for transgender. But, um, did it just accrue like a negative association over exactly. time? Yeah, okay. and I think that in that's why I can watch Rocky Horror and I can listen to the songs we transvested, and I don't get upset by it because the it's not something that was it's it's not intended to be a derogatory well, thing. Right. And intention means a lot. I know there are a lot of people on the internet that get very easily offended by things. Mm-hmm. Um, Generally, I'm not one of them because I try and look at intent behind things, and a lot of the time it's ignorance. Yeah. Well, and I like, and I personally have noticed that like, um, 
obviously we are dealing, especially now, more than probably back then, mm -hmm. we are dealing more with the spectrum of gender than we are have ever been. Absolutely. So back then it's like, okay, well, if you're yeah. gay, you're a homo. If mm -hmm. you're a female gay, you're a lesbian. And mm -hmm. then if you dress up in women's clothes, you're a transvestite. Yeah. So it's like, it, I, yeah, I like, feel like now we recognize that it's more tied to gender and sort of how we identify even gender as well, we, we understand the nuance of it. I, mean, I think if anything, that character now in looking at it in hindsight, that's basically a drag character that was labeled yes, as a trans. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, agree with that. With that. Yeah. I, th I think, I mean, all you have to do, and this is something that I did growing up. You, all you have to do is look at cartoons, cartoons for kids. I can reference the... him. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. What's him power. Oh God. Um, what? Powerpuff girls. Powerpuff girls. Oh yeah. Never yeah. watched that. Um, but if you look at, and, and him to an extent, actually, now that I think about it, but like, it was a punchline. Yes. A male main character turned into a girl was yeah. a punchline. It happened. I can, I can well, name examples. Well, it happened in fairly. If I can say why I think it was made a thing is mm -hmm. that like, I, and I actually, I, I'm only saying this because like, I watched it with director's commentary. Sure. Um, but I bought Silence on the La of the Lambs on, um, Criterion. Because I'm fancy. Um, and they had an entire thing. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, this is not what it is today. Mm -hmm. And actually, like, the director felt a little bit sorry. Because he's like, I feel like a lot of trans people get sort of identified with Buffalo Bill. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you know, he does the tuck. And he does the dance. Sure. And he, like, wants to be a woman. And that's sort of, like, it makes it scary. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Um. But, like, it's not scary. It's, like, everyone I've known that is trans, female to male, male to female, has been incredibly lovely. Um, you know, like, yeah. and it's just, I, I don't understand why people are so scared of it. Well, I mean, I think... And I'm also not ignorant. Well, yeah, and, I mean, we're also not ignorant. And, and Katie, I'm sure you know more about this than I do. But, I mean, like, that's also one of, like, the, this horrible misconceptions, like, this idea of, like, oh, like, you know, transgender people are the, like perpetrators of crimes like any sort of like sexual crimes oh, when by Lord, far and large they are the, they, they are the victims of crimes yeah it's it's one of those things where the bathroom thing comes up a lot and the bathroom yeah. thing um is i think best uh associated i saw a a comic somewhere i have no idea where sorry whoever you are the artist is but i wish i could give you credit but it's an image of a trans person standing between the two standard bathroom doors, yeah. the male and the female. And you have the the standard, like the circle and the triangle or whatever. And then beneath it, uh, uh, underneath the, the male side, it says get beat up. Underside the women's side, it says get yelled at. Yeah. Because there is a very negative um, Side to that, I experienced that recently. I was telling Chris earlier, last weekend I was in San Francisco, which is a very open place to be, and I had, uh, I woke up after, you know, going out and having fun, and I was presenting female, and I went to Target, because I needed to go to Target, and I needed to use the restroom. And it was one of the first times, because I've generally just stuck with the male restroom, because it's simpler, it's mm -hmm. easier. But it was a time in which I was presenting fairly female. Yeah. Like, I wasn't in a male mode i wasn't in an androgynous mode i was fairly female so i didn't know what to do and fortunately they had a 
Um, they had a family restroom, which mm. is what a lot of trans folks will end up using. It's what a lot of clubs in WeHo have, in fact, yeah. is, or a gender neutral room. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a ton of anxiety. I've been very fortunate that I've been very rarely subject to this, but there's a ton of anxiety around restrooms because there's so much baggage behind it. There's the box that we were talking about earlier. You have to put yourself in a box. So if you're not male or female, what if you were a gender or bigender or one of these these other things and you don't identify as one or the other? You're both. You're neither. What have yeah. you? Where do I go? At the end of the day, I just got to pee. <laughs> I just want to yeah. pee in peace. My favorite is like, we don't care what you are. Just wash your hands, please. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's one of those things where anxiety amongst the, the trans community is massive. I actually just recently joined a um, Discord community for uh, a trans gaming organization. I'm a big gamer. I stream video games. It's a lot of fun. No. And this is a uh, Discord group for, or, uh, or not for, but, but of other trans folk, male, female, whatever, um, that both game or stream or in some cases are just looking for help and advice yeah some are eggs or baby trans some are have transitioned years ago and are just part of the community and the thing that it keeps coming back to there's a venting thread there's a there's a transition help thread it, it comes back in a lot of ways to anxiety whenever we're talking about the world today whether that's the restrooms thing whether that's certain things that the current administration are talking about whether that is um just Going out and not, quote unquote, passing, which is a, is a whole nother issue, yeah. passing versus yeah. presenting and all that. But um, there's so much anxiety because yeah. it's safety at the end of the day. Trans people ha are have, by far attacked the most. Yes. They have the highest suicide rate that there is. Um, there's so much mental anguish that comes with it. And I've been very fortunate that I haven't had these issues. Yeah. But there's so much mental anguish that comes with the um, the connotations that come with being trans. And one of the things that I personally look at is the rest of the LGBT community. I've mentioned to Chris numerous times that, you know, seeing his journey of coming out and eventually learning um, about it. Very about, slowly. We're trying. You know, culture. I, I am trying. I know, please, please continue. Please continue with that. But how he's learned about gay culture, but more importantly, how much happier he is out of the closet and how much happier he is in L.A. Seeing that and having that as a resource for me to look at has made my coming out story and my experience so much simpler because I know that there's there's grass on the other side of it. And, well, and at the, at the same time, though, like as putting that as a gay man and even as a trans person, like I hate to say it, but even at its least greatest point for you, like we're in California, we have it as oh LGBT, my god, I can't see. Yeah, we have it good. Yeah, we have it like, amazing. Well, I mean, exactly. It's like you know, we were talking about earlier. Like you often come down to LA because it's a place where we know both of us know that you can be safe mm -hmm. being yourself. And like, I mean, there have been times even in WeHo where like you can pick up on like a little bit of friction from some of the more close-minded sure. gay, gay men more and straight people are coming there too yeah but i mean I, I mean let's also not 
you know, completely deflect away from that, you know, even just cis gay men have no, an issue true, with this sometimes true. too. And like, and that's where I picked up on that too. But mm-hmm. by and large though, like <clears throat> we can be in WeHo and it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You can present however you want to present. Yeah. You can be yourself. It's not an issue. And we're lucky we have that here. And like, even how much, like it is like active, like actively welcoming here compared to like, I would say like more like passively welcoming back up home. Oh, absolutely. Which is still a huge improvement off of like, you know, passively unwelcoming or actively actively unwelcoming and like actually and there, antagonistic. There are, still people, there are still people, even gay or trans, in places like the Southern Bible Belt that yeah. get beat up and <clears throat> yeah. like trans people are killed more so every day than gay men, African American men, like so on and so forth. But like no one gives a shit because people just call them crossdressers and like mm-hmm. leave it as that. Yeah. In, per- in particular, trans people of color. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the murder rate and the the assault rate is astronomical, and um, an example that gets brought up a lot is there was a CSI episode, and this was easily fifteen years ago, but there was a CSI episode of a trans woman who was the the culprit of a crime, and it's amazing how one little thing like that can influence people. Yeah. Like you said, Buffalo Bill, right? I mean, Buffalo yeah. Bill. Yeah. You know, Fairly people Odd think, Parents had an episode around it. Well, I mean, yeah. fucking Psycho, at the end of the day. I mean, it's, he's not trans, but... He dresses in But yeah, I mean, there is there's so some, like, some gender ambiguity to that character. We can even violence to a certain extent that should not be these days. Yeah. We can even go even more recent with The Dark Knight and the Joker coming out in the nurse's outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's there's pieces of this that are ingrained throughout society today that unfortunately put a connotation on the trans community. Yeah. Which. Not calling any of you out, but it's funny because like it's it's always weird to me. So I took a human sexuality class in college and there was one where we discussed like erotica in general. Yeah. The history of erotica. Mm hmm. Very nice gay Anglo-Saxon, or not, um, what is it? Um, God, I forget. He was a, he was a priest, but he was for like the least Christian part of like Christianity. Okay. Like one of the Protestant branches yeah. or whatever. So it was an A. I Agnost- no, that's not, that's no, not, not, that's not, not Christian. Not um, a- I know this. Hang on. Hang Anglican? on. Anglican. Anglican, yes. He was an Anglican priest. I he? should know from my Catholic upbringing. Yeah, I was like, yeah. supposed the to hate them. Uh, I'm the one who threw uh, that out there. <laughs> like, but we went through an entire thing of like erotica and the history of porn. And it's funny that the two most hated things, at least in America, and that people rag on people in America for, and this is including straight men, as I'm saying this in the mic, um, is that the two most popular forms of straight porn are trans and obese? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then, and yet, like, and because we're in such a society that, like, represses sexuality, it's like, of course, every, like, because they're the most popular, people like those. And then. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's part of the problem is that our, our culture is in general more on the repressed side. And it, it also it tends to demonize things in a way that is not yeah. fruitful. It's not helpful. Cause well, then it, well, let's take experiences that I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb based off of what you've said that you may have had growing up looking at gay porn. Right. I'm like, let me ask you these questions. Was that something where at any point where you might have looked at gay porn and then 
uh, I forget who said it earlier, but that was probably so, me. <laughs> but, yeah. but that was something where, okay, that's why did I do that? Whatever. But I'm going to bookmark it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. it, yeah, it's, but, <laughs> yeah. I bookmarked fucking everything. But no I'm gonna put fine things. You know, that's that's but, n- yeah. that's that's not that. No, that's not me. But I might find myself on that site in a couple of days, yeah. or tomorrow night, depending on you know where you're at. Like, there's there's yeah. definitely huge. And to to your point of the the trans porn industry is huge. Oh yeah, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. huge because there's a desire for that, a desire, a desire for that. Um, well, and and I hate like, and it sounds really offensive, and I apologize for saying this, but like, I think that it's huge because there is this whole, and it's the thing that like I hear all of my trans friends say. There is this huge question thing of like everyone is like, what does their junk look like? Ah, yes, okay, mm, and yeah. and like. And that is the thing is like, and I feel like that's also why it's such a huge thing is like, I feel like, yeah, a certain degree jack off to it. And mm-hmm. then like, I feel like there's a certain degree of that watch out of curiosity because like people always, and it's always the most offensive thing to ask trans people is like, well, what do you got going on down there? There is yeah. an obsession yeah. with it. There's an obsession with what is, you know. What, you know, well, are you going to get the surgery? Are you going to do, you know, are you going to get the snip? Are you going to cut it off? You know, things like that. And it's, it's, it's candidly none of your fucking business is generally the answer to that. But the, the, you know, the, the, the question behind that, that I always have is, well, where the fuck are we in society that that's an okay question? Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't go up to Chris when I see him after having not seen him. Hey, Chris, how's your penis? You know, well, that's only because I'm just actively talking about it all the time. That's also true, but yeah. I already know. I already know. for that. Like, that's, you know, like, it's. I already know these things, but, yeah. um, you it's know. It's doing great, by the way. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you Those know, sores are not anything to be worried <laughs> No, no, that, it, that'll, that'll clear up in a matter of weeks. Yeah, a couple, a couple pills. Penicillin a hell of a thing um but fuck my life but (laughs) people go insane because for trans folk and this is on national interviews on tv people will ask questions around you know genitals and it's why is that okay you wouldn't ask that of any other guests well and this is and this is the thing that like bugs me about society today is that we're like well abortion is wrong because they kill babies but god whatever happens to them outside of the womb well, they're on their own. Like, we're not a sexual society. You're trans. What are your genitals like? Yeah. Like, tell us oh. how you have sex. Oh, my like, part. I want to know all of that. Like, please. Absolutely. Like, it makes no sense to me. I it, you, you bring up the abortion angle. I had on a dating site recently. I told Chris this mm-hmm. yesterday. I had a dating site the other day. Somebody sent me a message that says, your parents should have shot you at birth. I'm sorry. I Oh, it's, I'm no, not. I, I'm no, not. I, 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 I appreciate. Just want to say I am sorry. I appreciate that. At the end of the day, I'm not worried about it. The internet is full of trolls. I know that. I'm a gamer of all things. I definitely know that there are a lot of trolls out there. I mean, there's lots of trolls and lots of twelve year olds saying "fuck you." <laughs> like, oh, I call them. I call them out on my stream. It's fun. They get really sorry really fast. Yeah. Um, Would your mother kiss you with your mat? Like, <laughs> but, God, this like, no, but I fuck your father with it. <laughs> 
See, that's what I want to start doing. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that on like Call of Duty. That's brilliant. Does your father talk that dirty? Because I really have something he needs to see. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's what, brilliant. That, yeah. Thank you for that. That's fucking. I'm gonna yeah, start fucking brilliant. Doing that. I love. You call it. him dad. I call him daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I call him on Saturday morning. I'm gonna start scarring the yeah. foul yes. mouth twelve year olds. So much. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Um, but you have like that level of um, that you have. You have the trolls. Like I had that experience. I don't care. I move on. I'm mentally in a place where that doesn't matter to me. But you definitely have that level of wait. The people who generally say that have similar beliefs to people who say, "Oh, well, it's a life. You can't end that." Yeah. I'm not going to get into my own beliefs of, I mean, around any of that right now. But yeah, we could, we could have a being, long conversation about. We this, could have a whole podcast about that. But there's a hypocrisy around that. That's yeah. well. At what point do you stop caring? Because you care till well, birth. Do you care? What is it? Three years? Six years? Eighteen yeah. years? Well, and and this is the kind of philosophy that I have adopted as I've gotten older and as I've gotten more comfortable with myself, comfortable being gay, which is that like that kind of the key to everything comes down to empathy and to get access to that empathy, you actually have to understand somebody. And like, this is literally the very reason why we wanted to have you come on and talk sure. about this because there's tons of stuff that you and I don't know as people who are, well, as one person who's pretty well informed about the queer culture. Well, and, and it's, it's and incredibly me. complicated because um, like even being further along than you, like I, like I've met trans people, but like, I like for myself to be completely honest, like my fear has always been asking the questions Yeah, because sure. I have the insensitive, insensitive questions. And then like, and it's stuff like when, um, Caitlyn Jenner did her transition. Suddenly I had in my entire family be like, what is trans? Well, How does that do? And I'm well, like, I don't. Well, exactly. I'm, like, I'm you, gay. Yeah, you you I become dick. Yeah, like, you, I don't <laughs> know what to tell you. Like, you. Like we said, like, you, you become the ambassador of all queerness, and yeah. it's something that you just don't yeah. have like a direct knowledge of. And I, it's, I, it's curious, the interesting you bring up Caitlyn Jenner because you know Katie, I was going to ask you, like, I mean, <laughs> she's awful. Not about Caitlyn Jenner specifically, but that representation she is, awful, is a huge part of getting that sort of understanding and developing that kind of empathy mm -hmm. and you know that shows like will and grace or modern family mm -hmm. um were huge in putting gay characters in the homes of millions of people across the united states and across the world and helped develop the understanding and eventually empathy and that sort of acceptance but this is why i'm grateful about pose is that pose well, actually addresses that right and so that's what i was going to ask you i mean mm -hmm. like you know we we can look at gay public figures, actors, characters, um, and, you know, both being cis white gay men, yep. we have a lot of those in a way. But, I mean, for you, like, where would you find, like, where have you found the representation mm -hmm. or, like, where did you find that sort of inspiration as you were growing up? Because there's just not that many trans characters. I mean, mm -hmm. there are now, but even then, there's still few and far between. Like, Yeah, and I think I think that's a, that's a big question right now. I mean, Scarlett Johansson just got into a lot of trouble over this. <laughs> and, <laughs> By the way, all the memes that come after oh, that. Yeah, and I rightly so. Thing. And rightly so. Yeah. But um, for me personally, it was YouTube. YouTube okay. has an incredible trans community. It's mm -hmm. scary. One, because... A lot of these people who transition and document it on YouTube, their transition is incredible. It's oh my so god, they look amazing. It's always so interesting to me because like I find and not even like in a trans sense, but mm -hmm. like even 
as a gay man and growing in my gayness, like finding out kinks and stuff, mm-hmm. finding the different social media that people use, sure, like is, it's it's very it's very interesting. Sure. So it's like, I like I I can understand how that's like a thing of like them mm-hmm. sharing transition stories on YouTube. Yeah. Where it's like me doing pup play and stuff like that. Like Instagram has been like the thing. Absolutely. Like I didn't meet any pups until I started doing Instagram. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But you I have swear- to find that like that weird niche space. Yeah. It's yeah. And, like, it's, it's, I mean, if we're talking in like industry terms, you have to find where your niche audience is. And Absolutely. These days, everything is a niche audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all have spaces. Yeah, well, I mean, YouTube is perfect for the trans community because, I mean, it's almost a rite of passage <laughs> to put up a, and it's it's so, it's it's actually gotten to the point where it's cliche. There's the baby pictures. There's the 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 like, they're not young adult. You have the kid, the kid. You have the grade school. You have the starting to question phase. You have the starting to transition phase. And then you have like the today phase, and YouTube's a perfect medium for that because you can put some captions up. You can put some music to it. And then you've got a slideshow of these images and you have this incredibly empowering candidly transition of this is where I started. This is where I am today. And this is how proud I am of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's incredibly powerful. So that was one place that I saw a lot of representation and the other, and I obsess with her and I know that Chris is about to grimace, not grimace. Chris is about to like, give me a knowing smile. Let's go with that. Okay. Ruby Rose. Well, I, am, I love Ruby Rose. Why, I am why would I grimace? obsessed with Ruby Rose. I actually That's fine. I'm obsessed with Leith Ashley. So Fair. We all have uh, we all have things. So she doesn't know. <laughs> she would die if she knew who she was. I need a drink. No, me trust a, me. Let, give me a I'm second. Wait, I want I want you L A I T H. Um actually Instagram would probably yeah, be better, but there you like go. she doesn't do gay Instagram. Yeah. If you're gay or any sort of LGBT Instagram. That's where we all are. <laughs> Instagram's where it's at. I am on Instagram. Ish. Enough. Ish. I mean, I mostly post Legos. Yeah. But um, but Ruby Rose for me, I saw a video, and this is forever ago. Um, it's okay. actually so. Sorry, wait, go ahead. So this is this right? Is this Ruby Rose is actress, right? Yes. I'm. There's like she was on Orange Is the New Black. She was in John Wick Two. She just was cast as Batwoman for the new CW. Good. Show. Okay, I want to make sure I had a, had the right. She so she's trans. She she's not trans. She's gender fluid. Okay. She's uh, female assigned at birth. I want to make sure I had the right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is this she was this Lisa Ashley? Who's this? What's special? I don't. Just just I, go just uh, go down just, just go down an Instagram hole while we talk. We'll, we'll talk. Um. So Wait, is he trans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. So. <laughs> There we go. There, there it is. is. Hey. Um, <laughs> don't be ta- don't, don't even talk to me about how good looking trans boys are. Um, oh my god. But so Wait, Ruby Ruby me. was assigned <laughs> Ruby was assigned female at birth, so I don't yeah. want to put out any weird rumors or anything. Assigned female at birth. We're not that big. But identifies as gender fluid. And I saw an incredible video. I later found out this is how she was discovered for her acting. She did a video. I can't remember the name of it. Um, we're laughing at Chris. Um, I'm, I'm back. Someone's <laughs> obsessed. A little bit. What are we talking about? But she did this incredible video. She, I'm assuming it was a wig, but she was wearing. She had long blonde hair. She was wearing this tight gold 
uh, dress, the high heels, the bright red lipstick, like as femme as femme she gets. Is a, she is a boss. Like, oh my God. She's incredible. But this video that she did, and it was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So the video starts with her like putting her lipstick on, finishing up for date night or whatever. And then it goes like on its head and it's amazing. She literally just starts cutting her hair off. She jumps in the tub and starts washing off the makeup that's covering her tattoos. I am I will put out there it's I am amazing. so happy she is Batwoman. Oh, don't get like, me start. I'm so yeah. excited. Oh. I'm so like, excited. They actually cast like and like this is where like I lo- like I kind of love Greg Berlanti is like he actually cast a queer woman. Oh my god, yes. Batwoman. Yes. Which blows Which my is a mind. huge deal these days because you see a lot of um, straight washing or cis washing happening in media. And that's well, and, and I always say this because like a lot of people give like Greg Berlanti and Ryan Murphy crap about this because they, they are white cis males. Sure. But like, I do think, especially like as I've known most gays, like we'll watch American horror story, no matter what you put on. <laughs> depending, uh, no, I, I won't. Depending how cra- crappy it is. Well, she's like five. No, but also um, Ryan Murphy can't write a fucking ending, so I won't watch any of his stuff. He's also a film snob. Um, but, like, the amount that they're, like, I just finished American Horror Story Cult. Okay. And I'm happy I finished it after the election. Like, way after. Sure. Because, like, it made so much more of an impact mm-hmm. of what Ryan Murphy had as a sort of premonition of... Um, what's happening to where we want to be and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with Pose too, whereas like I was really, I was really scared about Pose where I was like, oh, you're going to do like, cause I've seen Paris is burning. This queen has shocker. Not shocker. Um, I've been but, to Paris. Does that count? Oh my no. God. Okay. Um, but like I knew what ball, cul- ball culture was. And I was like, Ryan Murphy doing ball culture. I've watched Glee. I've watched American Horror Story. That's like not going to work. And the fact that it turned out the way it did is fantastic. And so I think that like, and I've, and I've actually told um, both trans and friends of color that have ignored the shows. I'm like, you need to watch these shows. Sure. You want your, you want your representation, watch the shows. Don't be like Ryan Murphy is like, blah, 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 white male. Like Mm -hmm. they are trying yeah. Like they're trying to use their privilege for an advantage, not I, for a disadvantage. And I want to key on that. I want to key on using the privilege because that's a really big deal. We hear a lot about, you know, your privilege, check your privilege, all of this, this stuff. And I think that there is a very real opportunity for allies to use their privilege. Yeah. I have privilege. I'm not even going to joke about it. Like, I am a white, which there's just a straight advantage there. Yeah. Um, I present as male at work. I have an advantage with that, as presenting as a cis male at work. I grew up in a family that didn't really need anything. Mm-hmm. There's privilege there. I want to use my privilege to help. I want to see other people use their privilege to help because there is a, to Chris's point, empathy that is developing 
that is becoming a bigger and bigger thing, that we start to see the outrage when Scarlett Johansson gets tra- gets cast as a trans male, mm-hmm. um, where there is this immense shift that I truly do believe is coming, where people that are in the positions to make change are going to make these changes. Ruby Rose, again, again, I'm obsessed, so. Um, no, she is a queer fine. woman cast in a queer role. That Batwoman being queer is, I bet you nine out of 10 people on the street have no clue. Look, they probably we, think she's married to Batman. All of us gays have to do what we have been doing for years, and whether it's good or terrible, we need to watch it every week. Absolutely. Like, And we have been doing it for years. We have been doing it with terrible gay films until we got <laughs> things like Brokeback and Call Me By Your Name and Weekend. Love Simon. And mostly Weekend. And then Love Simon. Um, <laughs> have you not seen Weekend? I have seen Weekend, in weekend fact. Is, weekend is the Citizen Kane of gay male movies. Sure. Is I'm going though? to put that... I'll hit you later. Okay. Um, but I'll act like I don't like it. But I will. I will also say that Love Simon was something like when my friends were like, "Well, it's just a stupid teenage movie." I was like, "This is something That's the I have fucking actually." Point. Yeah, I'm like, "This is something I've actually been waiting." Yeah. Ten to fifteen years for. Like, yeah. I didn't get this as a kid. I didn't get my walk to remember. I didn't get my fucking notebook. Like, this is mm-hmm. my fucking notebook. Let me have it. It. But it doesn't no, have it, to be targeted to adults for it to resonate with you. Chris yeah. and I recently read a book that, a couple of books that now actually, that I found incredible is uh, by April Daniels, who's a trans woman, who wrote these books, um, Dreadnought Nemesis and Dreadnought Sovereign, which are about a trans girl who basically becomes superwoman. Yeah. And it's an, it's an amazing story. And the first chapter of the first book involves Danny, the main character, going to a store all the way across town to buy nail polish and terrified that the cashier knew what was going on and like was going to say something or do something or whatever. I've had that actual experience. Yeah. It doesn't matter that I read that book when I was 27 and I had that experience when I was 13. Yeah. That I read that book in one night. I was sobbing by the end of it. Well, and then when Pose came out, like, mm-hmm. I love Pose. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really hesitant because Ryan Murphy sometimes tends to go, but he has the showrunner of Transparent doing it. Sure. And I was kind of like, okay, well, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And then suddenly it's like struggling to get a season renewal. Mm-hmm. And so I see all these people on, like, I'm part of a handful of gay groups on Facebook being like, POC aren't represented and blah, blah, blah. And like, not that I don't see that, but I was like, I also just like interjected. I was like, guys, like no one is watching Pose. There are no main white characters on Pose. Mm-hmm. It is all POC, trans, gay, lesbian. Like you need to watch it. Like support your brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Like if we do not watch these shows and these movies and stuff like that regardless of if it's a love simon or if it's a pose or mm-hmm. if it's a call me by your name like if we don't buy the ticket and we abstain people are gonna be like you know what it doesn't gay doesn't make money exactly and it's something where i actually to take an example of this like i mentioned the ruby rose video which goes through her transformation where she goes from this like knockout blonde to a um, very androgynous, I would say probably demi boy is what I would what I would go, which is a 
just for me personally incredible. We've had recent news um, in the trans Jeez. community, which Jesus. was very fun. But I'm going to ignore that for the minute. I'm going to go to an Instagram post that I saw. We started the we started talking at the very beginning about LGBTQIA+. Yeah. It's generally put in that order. People argue about it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The order doesn't matter. But what I saw that was really cool is an image that was put out that was a pyramid. And it was a pyramid of these letters. And the T was on the top. And the other letters were anthropomorphized or whatever so that they had hands and they were holding up the T. And it had the, the hashtag, you know, won't be erased. And that, to me, is what this community is about. Because we have this insane closeness um, where... As a trans person, I feel I can feel the support of the community when I see won't be erased all over my Instagram feed. No. And it's not just LGBT, to be clear. I have a lot of straight friends that also supported it. But the immediacy of it. I found out about that memo on that Discord chat that I talked about earlier. And the first message was, holy shit, this is a thing. And then everybody else was, we got this. We're going we're gonna to get through this. November 6th is coming. Uh, you know, please we will move fucking forward. vote. I don't I don't give a shit if you're like, "Oh my god, I just don't believe in any like fucking vote. Like goddamn it." Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fucking easy. It's it's easy and it's important. And as somebody who is directly affected by by this recent news, it was incredibly empowering to get the level of support and see the level of support that I had. If it, and, and if it can make Caitlyn Jenner turn down Trump, <laughs> which it did. Thank finally. I mean, yeah. Um, Jesus. Like we, we all supported her in her transition and something's like, and then I support Trump. It's fine. And then we're all and, like, uh, girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it directly affected her and shocker. She turned around, but <laughs> point being, there is a level of, um, Understanding. I recently went to. We talked about John Barrowman briefly in a. Ooh, I know uh, you context. Both, you both love John Barrowman. Chris, I'm sorry. He's probably not about him, or he might be. I don't know. Actually, that's a good point. Tell. Um, but I I missed work. his panel at Comic Con this last year, but I watched it on YouTube, and he made a point to one of his his the people who asked a question. He always gets asked about queer issues. Yeah. And one of the first the first part of his response was, "Are you out to your parents?" And the the reasoning behind the question the person was the reasoning behind the question was, "Okay, great, because I always ask that question because it matters. I'm of an older generation that fought tooth and nail to get us to where we are today, and that doesn't mean that we're done. We're, we're going to keep fighting. The younger generation is going to keep fighting." But we need to be able to continue to move forward as a community and say, no, this is what is right. And that, first of all, spoke to me because I'm not out to my parents. Um, but that immediately put that on the map for me. So I need to do that. We need to move forward as a community, whether it's the L, the G, the B, the T, the I, the A. When, when the, something goes wrong... The rest of us are there to pick that community up. And well, that's what has been incredible for me. And we're sliding we're sliding so far backwards, like we have to really fucking fight. Yeah. Um so I mean along those points, like 
Katie, this is something you and I were talking about earlier, that like being in the queer spectrum, our very existence is political. Like in some ways we yeah. don't we don't have the the luxury of thinking in terms of just like fucking fiscal policy as an example. We're sure. basically born with the obligation. Well yeah, like we we we, we don't have that luxury because we have to look out we have to basically defend ourselves which is not fair, but it's necessary before we can even get to the other stuff. And, you know, we, the three of us collectively still come from a, a place of privilege, but, you know, I think it's fair to say that the potential outcomes of what's happening politically right now affect you, Katie, more so than you or I. Well, and I, I also think because we have trans, we, we, trans sisters and brothers and we have gay brothers and sisters who need someone to block the bullshit. Yeah, we we can be protective and we can take greater risks. We can be more outspoken than others can. I mean, if there was a couple of years where you weren't really out and I was, mm-hmm. and I did what I could to try and speak on your behalf or to sure. try and support you. But like from your perspective, is it getting better? Or is it getting worse? Like, I mean, how, how, how do you feel on a day-to-day basis with everything that's going on? So... It's a very good question that I'm going to answer in two parts. I'm going to answer personally, and I'm going to answer societally, because I think that's a word. Um, personally, word. things are getting better. Okay. Again, this is a lar- in large part due to privilege. Mm-hmm. I live in California. I live 40 minutes away from San Francisco. I go. I have an amazing group of queer friends in San Francisco that have accepted and LA. me. And <clears throat> well, and, and in L.A., but I have to fly to go to L.A. She's offended. <laughs> um, so. That have accepted me as one of their own. And I am learning about myself at an exponential rate than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. I am happier than I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I am going through. I'm enjoying the journey, which Mm -hmm. at one point I definitely wasn't doing. Yeah, Yeah. that is from a place of privilege in a state that has great laws. Hell, I'm having a surgery in 12 months that is covered by my health insurance. Holy shit! (laughs) Can I I ask bottom or top surgery? Neither, actually. Um, I'm having what's called facial feminization surgery. It's a, a cosmetic surgery for your face that that changes the bone structure to okay. make it a little bit more feminine. Because I I know that's that's also a question I get is like sure. bottom top surgery and yeah. then um, I actually until you mentioned it did not realize facial mm-hmm. feminization was actually a surgery. It's can it's a I mean it's 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 a type of plastic surgery, um, but the results behind it are amazing. Many trans women go through it in particular. Um, Mm. My understanding, I could be wrong. My understanding is fewer trans men do it than trans women. Okay. Um, But it is also an incredibly powerful one. Uh, We haven't used this word yet, but uh, gender dysphoria is the the clinical term for the the feeling that trans folk have about mm-hmm. their physical body and for me that's the biggest source of that is yeah. is my face is I want my face to look more feminine well and the, and there's always there's always something because like I know I've had trans friends who want to get rid of their penis mm-hmm. I've had trans friends who want to get r- rid of their breasts yep so and actually you are the first one I've met that wants to get the face yep. needs to go first mm-hmm. and I also kind of understand that in a sense of like, I know what a female face looks like and mm-hmm. they tend to be more narrow and yep. stuff like that. And so like, yeah, I'm, 
I'm glad you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, I come from an incredible place of privilege. I have, and I will make this shout out to Kaiser Permanente, who covers <laughs> literally every single trans issue has been covered. They have covered an out of the network therapist for me. They cover the testosterone blockers that I'm on. They cover facial surgery. They cover top surgery. They cover bottom surgery. They are incredible, and they are ahead of their time when it comes to transgender medical issues. Also, if they're BS, BS on the uh, psychological side, I have a very good therapist that does trans and LGBTQ oh, there you individuals. Go. Boom, there we go. So... Therapy, us, it's an amazing I'm thing. I'm happy to recommend you to her because she's happy to take your money and is also <laughs> fantastic at what she does. Like, I, she was the one where it was like, she, like, um, in a sense, where a few months ago I was like, oh, I'm going to decadence, Southern decadence to like be with all the gay men in like <laughs> New Orleans. And she went, oh my God, me too, with my brother. I was like, Oh, oh, God, that's if I amazing. see you really fucked up, I'm so sorry. We're not talking about it in the next see, section. I'm sorry. I had the interesting experience of my therapist coming out as trans during my therapy. Oh, my God. Like, probably a year into my therapy, which oh. I'm like, you understand so well. <laughs> um, but sorry, Chris, I know uh, to, to go but back to your question. I, I, well, I will also, like, put in, like, perspective. Like, yeah. that is, it is such, like... My therapist, the way she, like, she has a gay brother. Sure. So, like, and I'm sure, like, with your therapist being trans, mm -hmm. like, it makes such a difference. Like, Oh, my, my God, yes. Yeah. Like, gay doctors make such the difference. Mm -hmm. And yep. so, if you can find one, like, even, like, my my regular practitioner is a lesbian. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I would, like, I was, like, I need prep. She's, like, oh, okay. Do you get, like... We'll test you every month and we'll do this and that and then it's fine. And I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, I'm glad you get it. And she's like, I'm glad you understand what it means. I'm like, good. Like, it it makes pe I I don't think people understand how much of a difference it makes. It like, absolutely makes a difference. Like a LGBT doctor of any sort. One hundred percent. And I went to my therapist Harper because they specialized in gender, and yeah. that was a thing. And I actually, my, I came out to my brother while I was seeing Harper and um, his wife works in the medical field and he being an older protective older brother is like, well, let's get a second opinion. Is there another therapist? So she went and got um, recommendations. Number one on the list was my therapist, Harper. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, that's right. I did my research. Um, so for me, it's been a very positive, uplifting time. To answer the, like my second part of Chris's question Societally, it's a mixed bag. Mm -hmm. You, we have an administration which has taken trans issues in particular back, and candidly, I see that as a, that as a slippery slope, not just for trans issues, but for LGBT as a whole. Yeah, I think you're entirely right. Um, so there is a lot of negative there. What I I'm a bit of an optimist. Um, and God, one of us. Is, I yeah. almost said Poptimist, which is right? really weird. But I'm a, I, I'm, I but don't know what that is. The point of being so like poppy and effervescent and She's bubbly. So lucky. I'm taking that. She's I'm going to use that from now on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm an optimist, so I look at the other half. I look at the response to these things. I look at the response that I get text messages when that I got text messages when that memo came out, mm -hmm. saying we got you. 
I see the protests in the streets that are continuously happening. I see these things and I understand that at the end of the day, November 6th is what matters. So I'm gonna say this directly. Um, people talk about, oh yeah, I'm an ally. I'm there for you. I'm gonna wear purple on oh, coming out say day. It. Get my this is how you can be an she ally. It's not about wearing a color on a day. It's not about being there for somebody to talk to you. It's about action. And at the end of the day, the action is how you vote, how your voice is heard, and the things that you say. Because you can very easily say, I'm an ally, I support LGBT, I support, I have a gay friend. Great. Yeah. That means nothing. Unless you vote. Unless you vote. Unless you pay attention to these issues. Unless it matters to you. Because it's very easy. It's very easy to be complacent and say, this doesn't affect me. Then you're not a fucking ally. You might not be an enemy. And that's if that's where you... But you cannot call yourself an ally if you say this doesn't affect me. Because then you are not an ally. True. You are neutral at best and complacent at worst. Yep. So I have one question left. Yeah. Um, and that is because gay men are at the forefront of LGBTQ actions. How can we support you? Yeah. So I go back to what I said a moment ago. Um, vote. And I think that the LGBT community is doing an amazing job of holding each other up. We're also not always voting, so that's why well, I'm asking that. So vote. Please vote. vote Please vote. vote. Can I go into ASMR vote? Yeah. Vote. You will vote. Uh, <laughs> vote. Make your voices heard. We're in California where, candidly, there's not necessarily... Well, we're in parts of California where it's... it's Sure, you can say the words, oh, my vote doesn't really matter. Don't care. Go vote. Still vote. Yeah. Still go you vote. You Have your voice be heard. You know, when you see somebody who maybe isn't, and again, passing versus presenting, but we're going to put that aside, who you can, quote unquote, clock as trans, do not go up to them and tell them that they're so brave. Please don't do that. Your rights Please are here don't because of a trans POC woman who threw a brick through a window. Accurate. Just... Wanted to let you all know that that's what Stonewall actually was. <laughs> yep. Don't go talk about how brave that person is. Treat her or him like the person that they are. And be the ally. And by ally, I mean you have to be active. And that is the best way that you can support myself as a trans person, other trans people, and candidly, our LGBTQ, LGBTQIA plus community as a whole. Well, so, Katie, mm -hmm. thank you for coming in and Absolutely. sharing your story because, I, like we said, it's incredibly important to get some else's perspective. I'm very happy we could do this episode. Thank yeah. you. No, no it was, especially it was with, a, like, the bullshit that's going on. It was yeah. a happy coincidence, and I'm glad to, glad to yeah, be Yeah, um, but, I mean, if people want to, like, reach out and hear more of your story or just know more about you, like, where, where can they find you? Yeah, so um, I have a, uh, an Instagram that is mostly for cosplay, but sometimes for other stuff that you can go ahead and follow or send questions to at KT. That's the, the initials, KT underscore Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. Um, that's mostly my cosplay stuff as well as a little bit of my just trans journey. A lot of it came about as I was learning how to apply makeup and things like that. Um, also if you would like, I do stream video games because I'm a total nerd. Um, so if you are interested in watching like destiny or Fortnite or other games that I play, um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash MX Awesome. Well, I'm not going to tell you that you're brave. 
I'm <laughs> but I'm going to tell you that I love you, and I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I love you guys, too. Thanks for listening to Gay at Four. The podcast is produced by Chris Lord and Jonathan James and edited by Chris Lord. Music by Chris Humans and Colin Diaz. Artwork by Cameron Dexter. Please subscribe and review on iTunes. Follow the podcast at Gay at Four on Instagram and YouTube and at Gay at Four Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Got an idea for an episode? Send us an email at gayatfordpod at gmail.com. Thanks and stay fabulous.